0: I have me. This is my foundation. So and I, I learned about myself through solitude through that whole time. So anyway, long story short, I I'm glad I went through it and then I'm glad I came out the other side because that strength gave me strength to say no to my last relationship and to draw that line in the sand because I'm like, I've already been through this. I don't need to no
1: Hey there friend and welcome back to the self-love breakfast club. I'm your host Crystal Rose. I'm so happy you're here and you guys are in for a treat today because we have another girlfriend chat for you. So I don't know if you guys got to listen to the last episode, but it was so good, so juicy, but kind of went a little all over the place (laughs) because that's what happens when two friends are chatting, right? So I'm here again with my friend Deb. Say hi, Deb. Hey, how's it going, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to talk about, we're going to talk about relationships and more specifically just like needing external validation like from your significant other or maybe someone you're dating or, you know, someone maybe even just like men or or women if that's your thing in general, right? And how is one independent in a relationship? So that is what we hope to cover today. So Adeb has, again, <laughs> she has another story for us. She was chatting with a girlfriend and the subject kind of came up about like seeking that external validation. So Deb, share with us, hit us with it.
0: Hit it, let's go. Okay, so like I said, in the other episode, I have lots of girl chats and Crystal and you, t- you do too. And anyone who's listening, I mean, many, most of my thoughts of like what I'm passionate, what I wanna talk about come from girl chats, let's be honest. And so I was chatting with a girlfriend a while back and she really, she has in her mind, she's like, okay, I want, I want to be with someone, right? Like, you know, she's single right now. Mm -hmm. I want to be with someone. I want to be married with kids and, you know, totally, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right.
1: There is nothing wrong with that. I like just want to even like, there's nothing wrong with wanting those things. Like that is wanting that for yourself is so frigging okay. Like, yeah, a lot of us do, right? A lot of us want, someone to love. I like to
0: pride myself to my friends as being like, I don't need anyone. I'm a bad bitch. I'm by myself. I'm cool. But at the end of the day, honestly, I want that too. Like, it would be nice, right? It's like I have, sometimes I make lists for myself of like, just to remind myself, like what I'm not going to settle for. But
1: anyway, going back to, so. So you make a list of what you're not going to settle for. Oh, I have to, or else I will. But that's so different from like a list of like what you want, because people will put out arbitrary things like height and like, blue eyes and like stupid stuff like that. And it's like, that doesn't matter. Having a list of stuff that you don't want is great to like know when it pops up. I mean, it, I wouldn't want to focus on it too much because then you'll attract it, but that's another story. Okay. Go
0: ahead. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We could do that another time too. And then I could talk about my list and how I do my list and I'll tell everyone how I make my list and maybe it'll help them make their own list. <laughs> I got the list from counseling.
1: Don't let me interrupt you again. Okay, go sorry. ahead. No,
0: no, no, you're good. You're good. You're <laughs> good. And you know, this woman, I mean, she's a bad bitch by herself. I know this. Don't know that she knows this. And a lot of people around her know it. However, she, oh gosh, like it breaks her heart. She just gets heartbroken a lot when a relationship ends or maybe a potential relationship ends when it's not really a relationship, but she thought it could be. I mean, come on, like all my single gals out there. I mean, even if you're not single, like maybe you've already been through this and then you've met your person and then just like, you know, awesome. But, you know, we go through it, we go through the whole, you know, breaking up and then, you know, we hit it up on the dating sites to try to speed up the process or, you know, you meet someone and you think it's great. And then, all, it, just, you know, and so,
1: yeah, it just doesn't work out. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Not a good fit.
0: Exactly. Right. But that description right there that you just said, it's not a good fit does not even cross her mind. Like it doesn't even come up in her mind because I think she's so busy realizing that, oh my gosh, what do I do now? Like what now? They're not with me. They don't.
1: Or like there's something wrong with me.
0: Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with me? I've heard her say that before too. Exactly. What's wrong with me? Like, why is he not into me? Is there something I need to change about myself? And I'm like, no, no, don't not change yourself. No, absolutely not. So it just, you know, about me thinking the whole right away, whenever she talks about that external validation, internal validation is what pops up into my mind in terms of, I think she really does seek that other person to tell her, I love you. You're great. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Rather than herself telling her that. So she gets crushed.
1: I think with external validation, like it feels really good. Like it feels really good to have another person just be like, I love you. I'm here for you. I've got you. You know, it feels so good or you're beautiful Because like most of the times we're not able to do that for ourselves, right? Like that's tough. A lot of women struggle with that, you know, the self-love and the internal stuff. So when someone else gives that to you, there's like this like flicker of like, maybe I'm worthy of love, (laughs) right? Like this person sees something in me, like maybe I do deserve to be loved, right? Like, and then when it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, it's me. And there could be a million reasons why. And even it could just be like, maybe he's just not, I don't want to quote that stupid book, but like, you know, maybe he's just not that into you. Like maybe it just didn't work. But like, were you really that into him, you know, like, or were you just like gripping on to that idea of this relationship that you want so badly?
0: Absolutely. Really quick side story into my own personal world. Is this Okay. Can I yeah. get together? Please. <laughs> okay. Everyone's like, yes, please give us the tea. I will never mention names ever, but of course, now that Crystal, I don't think she knows what she's done. She's opened up a whole vessel of here for just kind of throwing my personal shit out there now. So anyway, you guys are gonna you're gonna be exposed to all my shit now. So I even recently went through a breakup about, I don't know, let's say a month ago, and it was something and we were seeing each other for good three months, like consistently three months. And, and again, I'm always like, meh, I don't need anybody. Like, meh, I'm cool. This is, uh we'll see where this goes, you know? And, and, you know, a part of it could be a front, but a part of it is true. It's like, no, let's just see where it goes. I'm not, mm. so anyway, long story short, I ended up ending things. He basically was just kind of stopped talking to me, not ghosted me, but just kind of like stopped. And I was like, hey, what's up? Like, I basically called him out on his shit. I'm like, okay, you can talk to me when you want. I sound like such a bitch talking like this, but I didn't, I said it more in, in a nice way, but I basically said, tell me what's up. Don't just ignore me. I'm not going to, I'm not doing this. You need to communicate with me or we don't need to be doing this more. So anyway, <laughs> Crystal's probably looking, Crystal's looking at me like, well, Deb, we have work to do. No, <laughs> I'm
1: excited. I'm waiting for it. I'm ready.
0: Yeah. Um, and so you know and then he finally said well i just don't know if i'm ready for a relationship so i'm like dude really it's been 3 months we've been consistently seeing each other like we literally had date nights to like see each other our schedules are busy he was finally not on my not settling for list finally like all of his stuff and i'm just like what and so i'll be honest for a week or two i'm like okay what did i do and he kept saying it's not you it's me i just don't know if i'm ready you know Right? It's like classic, classic. classic. No
1: one wants to hear that.
0: No, no, exactly. It's not especially not a female. So anyway, I have pretty thick skin. So I basically right away was like, okay, then we don't need to do this anymore. And he's like, well, that's it. And I'm like, you just said you're not ready for a relationship. What are you talking about? That's it. And so I mean, long story short, for a few weeks, I kind of sulked a little bit in my own sulking way. And right. Yeah. I, I was kind of grieving the, the relationship or the potential of it because I'm like, did I finally, like I had my hands up and I was like, did I finally meet someone who is like a potential? This is amazing. You know, and it turned out not, and that's okay. But I was like, what is wrong with me for a little bit? And it took a lot of girlfriend chats with some girlfriends saying like, well, no, you don't want that then. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't want that then. So at the end of the day, I made the choice, I, you know, and I, I think I ended up telling him, but I didn't need to, you know, I just need to tell myself this is that I don't choose him. And there you go. There's another not settling part on my list. I'm just learning, right? If all of a sudden, well, I don't know if I want, no, 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 no. This is not a casual thing, obviously.
1: Yeah, you need to, if you don't know, then well, I need someone who knows Mm -hmm. like, that's what I need right Right. now. Right. And if you're not that person, then... Right. Oh. So even I had to pull myself
0: out of the hole. What's wrong with me? And why? You know, what did I do wrong? Or whatever. So anyway, but I do have a friend or two a couple friends who they don't know how to pull themselves out of the hole. What's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? They'll even go as far as to, you know, try to change themselves or continue to try to get his attention... To try to see well, maybe he will, like maybe he won't, but I'm gonna keep fishing i'm gonna they're
1: like trying to get that next hit of validation mm-hmm. like that, yeah, yeah, so it's interesting because, like as you're talking like. So when I first came on the scene, um, it was a really long time ago, but I was a relationship blogger. So I I wrote all about dating and relationships. That was like my jam. And I did it from like, obviously, from the Crystal Rose perspective, which is very real and very honest and just kind of like, boom, like, this is a you thing. Sorry. And <laughs> like, or this is a him thing, you know, and just like really kind of diving into like the dynamics of relationships and like understanding like people's shit, right? It's like we all have we're all walking around with our stuff. So I won't get into like that. The his side of things or like what, blah, 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 analyzing it. But I went through something very similar with my husband actually. And, you know, we were six months into a relationship and everything was going wonderfully. I had not wanted a relationship when I met him. I was like very not like I'm far too busy for this shit. I don't, you know, and then it was like, he just kind of like showed up and like settled in, you know, it was like, here he is. Like I'm seeing him almost every single day. Okay. Well, this is, this is not what I expected. Cause I didn't think I had time for that. So it was six months and he somehow misinterpreted something I said about him, you know, moving in when his lease was up, which would have been like several months in the future because I was trying to stay open and not jaded and, you know, and he came over like a few days later and he was like on the phone and he like moved the phone away from his mouth and he was like, so what would rent be if I moved in? And I was like, what? (laughs) That's a big misconception. (laughs) Yeah, like, what? And I'm like, what are you thinking? And he's like, oh, the end of the month. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And, you know, at that point, like, you don't want to, like, backpedal and go, you know. So I was like, okay, well, if that's what you want. No sooner had this man. Hong has television on my wall. Did he have, like, a freak out, right? Like, he was just kind of like, well, one, his sister was coming to visit that weekend. And she was supposed to stay at my house. And he was supposed to stay at his place but he was no longer living at his place and so he was like I was like you're gonna tell your family that you're living with a woman he's like no I'm like bro like are you serious right now you know your sister's gonna go back and report to camp like that's insane why wouldn't you just tell them like I, I mean I told my mom crazy stuff like that I've done you know so I was like this is like really low on the list of like things to like be upset about telling your parents about and he got so mad and he was like so like there was so much fear inside of him to actually tell his parents that because he was pretty young and he was like the oldest of his, you know, siblings. And so he was like the first one to have like a real serious relationship. And I was the first person. He'd never had a serious relationship before me. And so he just like freaked out. And he was like, I don't know what I want. And and he was like, you know, I, maybe I'll just move back in with like his roommate and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look. If you want to go, I was like, you don't get to make decisions like a man and run away like a little boy. Like, you don't get to do that. I'm sorry. I'm not that person. And like, I'm not that person. Like, there are other women that you could probably get away with that. I'm, you know, and unfortunately for them, but you're not going to do that with me. Cause if I allow this, then what else are you going to like commit to and then pull back on? No, fuck that. So I was just like, look, there's the door. You know where it is. Head on out if you want, but you don't get to come back. If you decide to leave, you're leaving. I'm done. I don't need you know. And and it was like what you said. It was like that line in the sand. It was like no. If you don't know what you want, like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this with someone who doesn't know what the frig they want. Because I know what I want, and I know I want someone who knows what they want. <laughs> and I had to pull back at that point because you know when you reach out and you're like, oh, love me, you know, like you drive people away. Like you drive people away when you when you do that, you know, because it's just like it's that desperation that we all can smell. And it's just no one wants that. So I had to like pull back and everything in my body was like telling me that to like reach out and like, not let him go. And there was a part of me that was like, absolutely not. No like, this is not a pride thing. This is just like, just let him go. And if he decides that this is where he wants to be, he'll come back. And if not, then it wasn't the right person. You know, he's in the way of the guy. And, and he ended up coming around. And like, you know, we had a couple of other times where it like popped up. I mean, he was super young, and I was like, older than him. So, you know, there were times where he was just like, I, I don't know if, what I want. And I'm like, I'm not your audience for this. Like I'm not going to be a participant in this. Like this is, you need to figure it out or you need to like go find whatever it is that you want. But I think that, you know, in you being able to do that and in me being able to do that, there's this like steadfastness in yourself that you just know I'm going to be okay. It might, it's going to suck. Like it's going to suck if you leave. And I definitely thought this was going to be the thing. I'll eventually be okay. You know, I'm going to grieve and I'm going to be sad about it. And, but Also, you have that something in yourself where you don't need someone else to need you in order to be okay.
0: Oh my god, I loved all of that. And eventually
1: he came around because here you are. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. very married. Yeah, I'm very <laughs>
0: married.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I honestly I hate telling that story though because I hate it. Like it's like one of those and here we are back at the stupid book. Like he's not that into you if you saw the movie, you know, the exception to the rule and all this stuff. Like, no, I mean it just happened to work out that way. And I don't like telling that story because I think it gives like women hope. I've gotten a lot of emails about that story, actually, because I've written about it. And when they're describing their situation I'm like that guy is an asshole <laughs> you don't want him back you don't want him to want you you want him to go as far away as possible because what a dick like my husband was not an asshole he just was a freaked out little boy who <laughs> didn't know what to do you know I think what makes
0: you the exception to the rule I know you don't like that term and you know just referring to the movie I know but like you didn't change anything about yourself You did not change. You did not budge. You didn't like, you didn't, it's not that, like you said, you went back and like, you know, begged or was desperate. Like you stayed, you're like, Hey, I know who I am. So if anything, we don't have to get into this, but like just the first thing that pops in my mind with that, where you're like, I hate telling that story because it gives women false hope, but that could have been something that taught him a lesson and that he needed to know, and maybe he realized, okay, this is the type of woman I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, I need a strong alpha, you know, who knows? But it's like, I believe there are exceptions for sure, because it can't be like, well, because it can't be like that with everyone. Oh my God. If I did that with all of my exes, oh, like, no, like, you know, for me at least. Right. So, but that's just because Yeah. All my exes (laughs) did not work out. And well, and then the whole me drawing a line in the sand, I have no problem doing that. I've been married. I've been divorced. Like I've been through it. And it's not that I'm jaded and I'm not, you know, I don't have a deep desire to like, I need to hurry up and get married again. Or if it happens, it happens, but I don't care to just because I'm so cool with myself. And I got married young. I I got married when I was 22 and he was 20. We had to wait till you turned 21 to go to our honeymoon so we could have alcohol together.
1: <laughs> I think the thing to really think about, though, is that in this situation, right, what happens if you are like – you compromise how you feel and you compromise, like, that part of yourself and you're like, okay, well, then we'll just keep this casual. No, like, you're going to feel like sh- – you're not going to like it. Like, it's not going to feel good and it's like you're going to always wonder – is this going to last? Is this real? Is he going to come, you know, in two months from now, is he going to be like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I found someone else or or what? It's like you would put yourself in unnecessary, like suffering essentially, you know, because because you compromised what you feel and what you believe and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. I mean, how many of us have done that? I mean, I know I've done that at other points, you know, and just kind of been like, okay. And it's never been it never worked out at that point. (laughs) How could it?
0: Yeah, no, right. Exactly. And that's why, you know, you know, what you just said The guy I just recently broke up with the whole, he's like, well, I don't know if I want a relationship. And I'm like, well, okay. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't like, if you don't know, like, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Like if we're like, okay, let's work it out. And then two months from now, you say, you say it again. I don't know. It's like, don't, you know, it's wasting my time and you know, my emotions are going to get involved even more. So no, I don't, don't want that. So and then I started doubting myself for a second. Well, I went through a thing for about a week, Crystal. For about a week, I was like, mm, like just really struggling because I was like, and I was like, wait, was I like too, was I too bitchy? Was I too like deb-ish? Like, do I need to, too I
1: don't deb-ish. know. just
0: like, and so, <laughs> but then I'm like, nope, nope. And then of course, talking it out with my, you know, girls and my supportive group of women that I have, they're like, oh no, no, no. Like you, you know, because they come at you from different lenses. And that's why it's so important to have a group of women, strong group of women. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Different lenses, different angles. Like here you are with the blinders, like right here. Like for me being in that space for a week of like, wait, is it me? What did I do? What the fuck? Like I have my horse blinders on and my friends are like helping me take them off. They're like, no, no, no. You know, you know what you want. You know what you don't want to settle for. You know what he did that he said it. And that's what you don't want. So stop putting the blinders back on. So it's so important to have that.
1: It's perspective. Yeah. Having perspective and like people who actually care about you and have your best interests. Right. And I think that this is really important. Also, aren't just going to yes you. Oh, no, I can't. I can have yes you in terms of like
0: girlfriends. Right. I can happily say none of my friends are like that. They have in the past called me out on so much of my shit. It's great. Like, that's why I love them. Because I'm like, okay, I look back and I'm like, wow. Do you guys remember when I did... And I dated so-and-so and you all were like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And like, do you remember? And, I was, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I remember too. What was wrong with me? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> we tried to tell you, you know, and so, you know, and then I'm stubborn. So it takes me a second to listen sometimes. Yeah, it's, they definitely call me out. And I think it's really important to have a group of friends like that. And it's not that my friends call me out for selfish reasons at all. It's because... No, it's because they come at me from different, you know, perspective and angles. So
1: it's all in love. Like I have girlfriends who like will not come to me for advice if like certain times, right? Like they come to me for advice if they want the truth. And then they will go to other people if they just want what they want to hear. But I am not that friend. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. And especially like, you know, if you're going to be in my sphere, right? Like I'm constantly working on myself. I'm constantly, you know, trying to be better, a better human, a better friend, a better wife, all of that, right? So if you aren't actively trying to be better and trying to better yourself and you're not open to feedback, like we can't be friends. Like it just isn't going to work for me because I'm not doing it because I don't love you I'm doing it because I love you, you know, and I'm, I never like wrap it in this like venom, right? Like I'm always like very kind and I've gotten better at that, honestly, like especially since becoming a coach. I'm so much better. I don't, I don't take the sledgehammer anymore. You guys, I did that for a little bit and that was definitely, that did not work. (laughs) I don't take the sledgehammer anymore. Now it's like a little chisel, but you know, I think it's important holding your friends accountable to their best selves. Not like, you know, for the sake of just like calling someone out or like, you need to hear the truth because I'm going to be the one to tell you because I'm right. It's more of like a, here's the truth. And I love you. It's it's all out of love.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So, so then my, you know, my friend who's just, you know, just very much like any, I don't want to say any, but like most breakups, you know, they're, you know, just like brings her to her knees. It's like, you know, and that, that's when I want to sledgehammer her. And I'm like, Hey, you don't need him. Like you don't need them. Like you're a badass. Like you don't, I don't know if it's a difference of, she just, you know, she has that expectation of like, I need I want to, you know, I want, like the one, you know, going back to the beginning, like I want to be with someone or I want to be married or I want
1: well, I mean it's an internal thing. It's an internal thing and just like how external validation it's like it's like a hit, right? Like it's just like doing drugs or drinking, right? Like you need comfort, you need safety, certainty of uh, you're going to go get a hit of your drug of choice, whether that be a box of Oreos or whatever, you know? So like that's an external thing but it doesn't last because it's external. And that's the same thing for love and affection and attention. It doesn't last. It's external. And when When your friends tell you how friggin amazing you are, it doesn't hit. It might for a quick second, but not when you're generally not when you're in an activated space like that, right? Because it's just like, no, (laughs) you know, it doesn't hit because it's external. Like we have to be able to do these things for ourselves internally and like being a good friend and being supportive. Of course, you know, a lot of the times being a good friend is just holding the space, is not even giving the advice because a lot of, you know, people are going to do what they want to do. And sometimes they're just coming to you for like validation, you know, like maybe try to stop me, but probably not because I'm going to do it anyway.
0: Oh, my God. You just described me. Basically, me a few years ago, for sure. When my no, when my friends tried to stop me, like I was like, nope, I'm doing this. (laughs) But, you know, in terms of that was a different relationship a few years ago. But that's something that I've learned, too, in terms of like you know, not doing the sledgehammer thing just, you know, just sit, just listen, mm-hmm. just, just listen. Like, Ooh, I want to tell you so many things. Okay. I'm just going to listen because you don't want it. Like, you know, sometimes my friends want none of it, you know? so
1: then it's like asking, you know, it's kind of like, what do you need right now? Do you need advice? Do you, do you want my opinion or want my my time and my attention and me to listen to you, you know, and like really asking like, what do you need right now? And then giving that like that space for them to just like unload. And that if you have it, obviously don't let people drain the shit out of you. And that's a whole nother topic. But, you know, holding that space and then asking, you know, if you have a thought or you want to add something, just being like, are you open to hearing my opinion on this? Are you open to advice? And if they're like, no, then it's like, okay, I will respect that.
0: <laughs> Doesn't mean I won't thank it. Doesn't mean I won't thank a bunch of things, but <laughs> jot them down as notes for later.
1: Because we, we all have to learn our own lessons. Our friends have to learn their own lessons. We have to learn them, you know, and so if we could learn by someone else like warning us I mean then no one would make any mistakes ever because we would have listened to our parents
0: (laughs) oh yeah oh for sure oh there's so many things I never would have gotten married so I never
1: would have gotten divorced (laughs) but my I would be running through high schools like telling all of the teenage girls that they're beautiful and that like they don't need men to be like happy like you can do that later on in life and like love yourself and like it would stick like that's what I would do with that
0: right? We can only hope, you know, another thing that is just, I would try to tell my, you know, my friend or friends or whoever's, whoever struggles with the relationship thing. Not that people flock to me for advice. I don't want to sound like I'm like this relationship expert. I am by far not, but just going through my marriage, which was, was very toxic and abusive and just going, getting through that. And I found myself through that. So, my divorce was a, this is like, I could finally breathe afterwards. And so, and so of course, like if I listened to what everyone, you know, was super told me like, don't get married, just wait. Like, what are you doing type thing? And it's not that he, he wasn't, and he's not a bad person. Like he's not like, it was just us together. Mm-mm. It was just, you know, did not work. Yeah. And so anyway, so just going through all that, and if I listened to everyone and didn't go through the lesson myself, I learned the biggest lesson for myself in all of that. And at the end, was coming out of it as I just lost everything. I left my home with him, with just my dog, and with some bags. I literally left everything else. I mean, possessions are possessions; it doesn't matter. But I had to start from ground zero: new bank account, new every everything, brand new. Start, you know, rebuilding my new last name. you know, not my my maiden last name later. And so through all that, I'm like, I have like, I have me. This is my foundation. So, and I, I learned about myself through solitude through that, through that whole time. So anyway, long story short, I am glad I went through it. And then I'm glad I came out the other side because that strength gave me strength to say no to my last relationship and to draw that line in the sand. Cause I'm like, I've already been through this. I don't need to no. I have, I'm not, no, I already learned that lesson. I'm not going to do it again. So, and so.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I'm, I love that.
0: So, so I'm very grateful that I went through my marriage and that I got divorced and that I, and then I went through toxic relationships thereafter leading up until right now, because each time it gives me a little more strength. I get to add to my not settling list <laughs> and I get that much closer to just being like, okay, all right, let me.
1: So I want to chat. Can I challenge you? Can I like throw you a challenge? Like not instead, but in addition to your not settling list, do you think you could make a list of things that you want? Not like stupid, arbitrary things, like I said, like height or whatever, but maybe like different qualities in someone that would like align with you, you know, what are the qualities that you're looking for? Here's the thing, right? What we focus on expands. And when we are Oh, uh, no one loves me, and I'm sad. And blah, blah blah. Well, no one's gonna love you, and you're gonna keep being sad. Like that—that's a lot of what it is. And it's not about spiritual bypassing. I want to make that very clear. It's not about like just being positive. Like, honor your feelings, feel your friggin' feelings. But there's a point where you need to like, you need to feel to heal. But there's a point where it's like, okay, and now we get to move through them, right? And so when you focus on the things that you want, and you and you sit in that space, and you sit in that energy of like, what would it feel like? to have this whether it be abundance whether it be you know a job or or a career or a business or success or a loved one right what would it feel like in my body to feel this because that's it right there that feeling Like you can bring that into your body right this minute and then, you know, you focus on that and then you bring yourself closer to that, right? Like the universe or whatever it is that you believe, it kind of bridges the gap. When it knows what you want, like things start to move kind of towards you and you're sitting in the energy of it. And when you sit in that energy, you operate from that space. When you sit in the energy of the shit that you don't want, you're in like this scarcity, like uh, space, right? It's all icky shit. It's shit that you don't want to like feel. It's shit that you don't want to think about. But when you operate from that space, you're going to get more of it. When you operate from the space that you like feels really good, you're going to start attracting and pulling in because your vibe is different. It's not about like you just like this magic in the sky. It's like your vibe is different and how you are operating is different. You make decisions out of alignment. You make decisions out of what you want, not out of bullshit.
0: I love that. Like seriously, just now I was like trying to feel like you just said, like, what do you want to feel like? Feel it now. You know, what's so funny is that, yeah, like I do have my not settling list. And lately, lately, and this is like the crazy thing is that I have been having, I haven't made a list yet and I need to. So that's, I'm going to go, I'm going to do your challenge, but I've been trying to do the whole feeling of what do I want? What do I want it to, to feel like what, you know, just basically what you, but I haven't, I haven't put it into words yet here's the thing. I want it to feel like me. because <laughs> I think I'm awesome. <laughs> but I just
1: like ha- <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not gonna I love that. I think that's what I mean, legit, like this is what this episode is all about. It's about coming back to yourself, right? Like, you don't need the person to be exactly like you, but they need to feel like home. Yeah, right? Yes,
0: like home. Exactly. Yeah, didn't mean to toot my own horn there for a second, but
1: no. <laughs> hey, to, you can toot away. I'll, I'm, I'll be your hype girl. I'm cool with that. I'm not
0: perfect, but I'm awesome. But yeah, but making a list <laughs> and like putting it into words is, 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 my, is definitely my next step that needs to happen.
1: You're a list person. So if that's your love language, then yeah, mm-hmm. this, has been, this has been a lot of fun, like just jamming on this and, you know, talking about like, you guys like nothing solid comes from the external world. And I cannot express that enough, you know, like finding that inside of you. And it's a journey. And like, I know like a lot of you are probably trying and you're probably like, I'm trying, it's not working or like, it's hard. And like, yes, you're right. It is. It is hard. But when you are able to have that in yourself, then the external world is just like, it's just not going to have as deep of an effect on you as your core. So... Thank you so much, Deb, for chatting with me again. I think this is so fun. I really hope that my listeners, I hope you guys love, 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 love these girlfriend chats. I have such a good time doing it. I know Deb does too. And if you guys want to sign up on my text list, you want to hear more, go to selfloveforbreakfast.com and get on the list and you'll find out everything here first. And I cannot wait to hear from you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.